This is CliffCentral.com. Yes, yes, yes. It's the football show today. Um, in the studio, I'm joined today by none other than Fio Mojo. Hey, what's happening, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I joined also in the in the studio today by uh, none other than the great man himself, Kingston Kapuri. Kingsley Kapuri, sorry, Kingsley. <laughs> I was just about to say I was so excited to crack an invite. You maybe invited the wrong guy. Kingston is somewhere trying to find this dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, today is, uh, we're very serious today. You can tell by, by the way we just started, like, no, no fun tricks. We're very serious. Um, some say she went to Rose University. The fees were exorbitant. <laughs> Hashtag Rose MIP must fall. All we know is that she is called Nandi Shabala, blah, 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 blah. But she's not here today. But, you know, we still love her. We still love her. Yeah, it's all love. It's all love. It's all love. It's all it's love. love. Um, do you wanna do you wanna do do rag? I'll do them as I always do. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Some say he also went to Rhodes University. <laughs> funny enough, what, what a surprise! Yeah, funny. and the fees were unsustainable. Unsustainable. Oh, we know his he his do rag, Jesus, Jesus, Mister yeah. Jesus, yeah. who is also not here, probably protesting. I think with, yeah, we you with, know he's with, he's on the ground. He's on the ground. He's, he's on the, the ground. ground. He's on the ground. Yeah. He's on the ground. Uh, I, do, do you want to do me? Or yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do you. Okay, yeah. Please no, do I me. Yeah. Doing yeah. That. Yeah. We also <laughs> went to Rose University <laughs> and he was bordering on societal philistinism. All we know is that he is Comrade Question. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very what, much. What is, Philist- what is Philistinism? Philistinism. It's like a being a Philistine, like, right? Yeah, just like a Philistine, but... Philistine philosophy. Yes, the, the philosophy feet. behind. I mean, the, I mean, you put it that way, of course. Like, yeah, guys, <laughs> what did you just say? Of Dr. Patrick Obahiagwan <laughs> told us about these things. Political higihaga. Higihaga and crinkum crinkum. Yeah, that's it. Some say he did not go to Rose University, <laughs> but he's probably on the streets of Brahm, on the streets of Parktown, pushing passion and uh, fighting the good fight with the students. And his name is the in-house hipster. The cool kid of all time, Jean Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, fight no. the good fight, fight out there, man. Hipsters are probably fighting this yeah. fight in like a very hipster way, like ironically, really? like going like, to school. I don't know. How, going I mean, to school yeah, and disrupting, and the, disrupting lectures. the lectures or just from inside, extra, or just being extra. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pay extra, like <laughs> be, be ironic, you know. Just give a tip. Yeah, yeah. Pay extra or something. <laughs> and joining us in the studio today is a man who did not have the misfortune of going to Rhodes University. The smartest man in the room, oh boy. not like the Enron guys, <laughs> the Maasai God, Mzansi's very own Maasai, Maasai God, mm. the God, the host of the Daily Maverick show right here on Cliff Central, which airs on Tuesdays 1 to 2 p.m., that's am I us, correct? That's us. The God, Mr. Kingsley Kapuri. Welcome, Kingsley. Well, thank you, Kingsley. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you so much. Thanks for joining us, man. Um... Ground rules oh, Fuck I'm going to be doing everything today So ground rules I think Anyone who's got like A set of ears That they have And, and try and use From time to time Has noticed that There's like student Protests all over the country And I mean Now it's escalated Because All the universities Are closing down today So it's like a national Shutdown mm-hmm. today And yep. So I mean We are with the students Expensive fees must fall There's no way that this is sustainable And we just want to say to all the kids out there Who are doing this And actually making a positive change We're with you The football show supports you all the way We do not however support hooligans 
and those people trying to hijack young people's legitimate and noble struggle. And we don't support uh, these celebrities trying to hijack, hijack this as some sort of PR stunt. It's so ridiculous. It's like, disgusting. It's, fucking, it's, it's, fuck. it's abhorrent. It's abhorrent. Anyway, let's 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 get into some some sports, shall we? Mm, let's do it. The, the reason why we're actually here. Um, fuck, I'm so excited. Oh my god, we're gonna it. start with Arsenal, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 I think we're gonna do that. Gonna, so gonna... Arsenal, um, yeah, had a lucky break oh. last night after an uncharacteristic gaff by Manuel Neuer. The Probably the second best keeper in the world after. Can you start with the score though? Can we say the score was two 0 It was two 0 Yes, thank you very much. In reality, it was. Thank you so much. It shouldn't have been that. It shouldn't have been that that much of a scoreline. Did you see the passes? Six hundred and sixty passes to two hundred. To one fifty. To one fifty. Yeah, that's that's called efficiency, man. That's efficiency. You sit back. You do have the ball. You make it count. Okay, so the talk around town yesterday. I mean, everyone. I think a lot of people saw that meme where people were saying that this is Arsenal with the lady taking off her panties. Yeah. I mean... And they were ready to get... Uh, to get, you know... Coitist. Yes, coitist. Yeah. So, have Arsenal crossed a bridge here? Have they have they crossed the, the Rubicon in some way? And is this victory going to give them more confidence like we saw with the Man City victory last year? And even Bayern in 2013 actually away from home. Is this a, a victory that says Arsenal are serious contenders for the title? I don't know for you know for me I think it was last night it was a do or die game you had to win you had to win because if you didn't win last night you're out the Champions League right? yeah essentially yeah so in that sense I think it takes getting to a point of such critical you know desperation that you need to get a result against probably the best team in the world at the moment that you know it takes a bit of luck but it also you make your own luck okay you know and you know that first goal by by is pure luck. Yeah, it was pure yeah. luck. It was no, pure luck. True. And and by getting that first goal, Bayern went yeah. out on full out attack and yeah. left you know no one at the back. And they, yeah. you know, but I think this is it. This is Arsenal turning around this season. Look at the way they destroyed United. United. Look at yeah. the way yeah. they won this weekend once again. Even though it was an un- like last night was a very and the word? yeah, it's a yeah. smash and grab, smash right? and grab, so smash and grab win. And it wasn't great, but it works. And it shows that sometimes there's another way of playing football. Yeah, but how many times have to be how many times has that salty. happened to Arsenal? I mean they yeah. dominate position and Stoke City get two headers from And Chequiate yeah, comes, comes in. Chequiate comes in there and it's yeah. wham bam, thank you, ma'am. So I think they've learned to manage games. They've learned yeah. to to be more efficient when it comes when they need to. And I think Arsene Wenger has also realized because I think the other thing was he had this superiority complex about his philosophy that mm. you know no matter who we play we're going to try and dictate our style upon it yeah. and you can't do that with inferior players and i mean bayern have one of the best squads oh. in the world and to try and play the arsenal way like that you're not going to win and you, yeah you, and i still worry about the the Giroud and Theo Walcott and that being that being like the, the front and center <laughs> of how we're going because my hope as an Arsenal fan is to win the whole league right yeah and yeah. when I see Giroud and Theo and I see those two and I, I'm still like I don't know my dad. <laughs> but has Walcott become a number nine now as, we, as I mean very quickly I listen I think he's a very unconventional number nine um, you're going to play Theo Walcott with defenses that give you like a high line he can and he can exploit him with explosive power right? but but he the United match though he was very, very good. He was showing a lot of power. He was pushing around Chris Smalling. I mean, that's not I a small it was, guy. It's because the United defense was very static and very. I mean, they weren't very fast. But also, I don't. I think if you have a number nine, that's an outside number nine. There, yeah. He will score you more goals and yeah. you will win more games yeah. with, a, with a guy who's born and bred yeah. to be, you know, 
getting the ball, you know, outside the box, maybe being a fox in the box, who knows? But he'll be scoring you the goals. I don't know. Okay, fair, fair, fair. It's 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 out. I don't know. The jury's out, but he's scoring goals, so who cares? Um, Bayer Leverkusen four, Roma four. Chicharito with two amazing goals, but I mean, what a game! What a game. <laughs> Did what you see? It, it was 2-0 up to Roma Yeah, 2-0 they, up I mean to 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 to, 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 buy, to yeah, buy yeah, yeah. And then they came back Roma 2-0 The young god of Rome Daniele De Rossi, De Rossi, De Rossi. Coming with a brace And then Miriam Pjanic I don't know how Clubs haven't gone in for him It's ridiculous The with free kick Stunning Oh my god Unbelievable free kick And then they came back And, and this is what The and Champions League is about And it's 4-2 to Roma now And yeah. then with 6 minutes to go um, Bayer Leverkusen they, how did they? How did they? I mean, where did? They, is it Kalang? Is it Kalangalu? No, it wasn't Kalangalu. It's some kid with some blonde kid. I don't know what his name is. He's he's a new signing from this season oh, as really? well. Oh, uh, really? It may be the guy from Bayer, uh, Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, but I mean, him. it's just ridiculous. They can't keep a clean sheet. How? I mean, I don't know how. How on earth? Four four in the <laughs> Champions League game. You can't be leading four two in Champions League game with six minutes to go Jeez, and four, let it go. Four. And and this is Roma. They. Traditionally, a very efficient team at the back. Yeah, and they're I supposed mean, to be. You expect so from an Italian team. Nangola and De Rossi in that, like, yeah. the pivots in midfield, their defensive. How the hell did you give that? <laughs> it's bizarre. Anyway, uh, moving along. Barcelona 2, um, Bate Borisov 0, Neymar. Rather Rakitic. Rakitic yeah, well, I mean, Rakitic, we'll, we'll talk about him, but, <laughs> but, but, Neymar. but Neymar, he is. I mean, this guy is quality. dominating players right <laughs> now. He, quality. he is quality. Is, so, is it a case of Neymar needs, needs Lionel Messi to be injured? Maybe this is it. I think so. Hey? Do you think so? <laughs> Do you think this is it? He needs Messi, Messi to be injured to, be to take the, the, team, the yeah. star. Yeah. He, he needs to take that center stage and say, I am now the pivotal the guy, yeah. focal point of Absolutely. the side. Everything yeah. goes through me. And, and everybody else is okay facilitating. Yeah. Yeah. Messi's own guys are like, hey. Because I mean, he, like, he is yeah. grabbing this team by the scuff of the neck Ooh, and like pushing fire. them forward. He's, he's really on fire. I mean, no, it's scary and if you look for the the goal the second penalty the, the action that he did be, before that like when he dribbled a guy like gave him his 10 did this I mean how do you do that you, Neymar is like an and one footballer doing and doing one it, in the NBA in the, he, and, and the way he, I don't know if you saw on the weekend as well he turned some defender inside out and the guy stuck a leg out yeah. he's gonna win you penalties, penalties that's yeah. all he does and he, you can't stop him there's no way of stopping him it's an embarrassment of riches at Barcelona so that tax fraud and is is killing Neymar yeah, yeah essentially the tax fraud that is, <laughs> is, that the summary? That's just is the killing summary. Neymar yeah yeah um, then we move on to the next one yeah. Chelsea nil nil yeah. oh my god Mourinho Blaming the ref again. Surprise, again, that's surprise, the first thing he said. Surprise. But I also noticed like a jibe at Arsene Wenger there where he said um, referees are weak and naive. Is, is that, I don't know. Is, does he really need to say that? Does he really hate Arsene Wenger that much that he has to say anything about him that, at any point do, that he can? Do you know what it is? This guy is the ultimate guy at, uh, he, at turning a situation around uh, and making it not about this team. But, uh, about yeah. About anything else Remember it was refugees yeah. Then it was Eva <laughs> Then it was Now it's refs As usual Yeah Just tell it The side is not playing well Yeah Hazard I don't know no, I think it's played out now man You it's think so out. Now I, I think it's 
I think we all realize exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And every time he says, you're like, there we go. It's not working anymore. I think it used to work. When they're playing well, they lose a game. He deflects. And he comes, yeah, he yeah. causes yeah. controversy and the team recovers. It's not working anymore. And he man. calls himself, he's like, yeah, he's so persecuted. Yeah. He's a persecuted man. But that, that's, that, that's the siege mentality that mm. Mourinho tries to create around his teams and, and his lo- squads anyway. And he, he loves that. And it's a motivational thing for yeah, the team apparently. as well. Well, I don't, I don't know how that works. I'm not a Mourinho stand like Durag Jesus. Um, on the local scene, Kaiser Chiefs nil, and uh, who were they playing yesterday? Jomo Cosmos nil. Yeah. That's two wins in seven games for the new coach at Kaiser Chiefs. What what is the plan here? What's the strategy for the fight? Do we know what's happening there? All we're gonna hear, as the board says, uh, we are fully behind <laughs> <laughs> Steve Compella, <laughs> and he has our full support. The dreaded yeah. vote of confidence, and once oh. that's there. You know you've got three games to save your <laughs> to save your, your career. That's when you know. That's the mark. yeah. That's when they know that. Listen, you've got you've got a few games left. Just uh, make sure you uh, get your stuff together. Otherwise, you're done. And I think you know Chiefs just doesn't look like they're the same team from last season. And uh, hopefully they can you know they can do something to re- regain the form, man. Chiefs players, tell us. I mean, Chiefs Chiefs fans, get on us. Tell us what's I'm, wrong. I'm, I'm a Chiefs fan. Loki, yeah, Loki, Loki. I'm not a yellow bone per se, but you know, I, I, can, I can, I can, I can be a cheese. I think I'm allowed to. My wife's a yellow bone. Oh, okay. Semi. Uh, PSG and Nike fined 5.5 million euros for failing to disclose player salary top-ups. Are we surprised? No. Are we surprised <laughs> that that a billionaire Qatari? It's not Qatari. It's Kuwaiti-owned yeah. football club is. Paying players over and above what is stipulated. Is this is this a surprise to anyone? I don't think so. I mean, if Michael Platini's son works for them, yeah. you know, he's been working for them, I think, for the last two years, two or three years. And that's one of the gripes as well with Platini about, you know, just corporate governance, it's transparency. It's How just... does your son work for, like... The, I mean, it had a lot to do with the 2022 Qatar bid as well, that like he got mm. paid money. And I think that's what they're trying to link with the payment from Septic Bladder as well. Yeah. Where they're saying... He's saying there's no written contract for that payment. It's a gentleman's agreement for one and a half million pounds. Yeah. What the... F- and they said, why, and they asked him, why did you get paid so late? You did the work in ninety eight. Yeah. Now you're only getting paid in two, like two thousand eleven or something. And and what work on a gentleman's agreement do you get paid so one and a half? One and a half million, million, million pounds. Oh, come on, man. It's like it's like the the three million pounds that Arsenal shareholders are paying to Stan Kroenke and KSC Investments every year. What and is that money week, for? Strategic and corporate advice, apparently. Oh. And last week. Uh, the chairman of Arsenal, Sir Chips Keswick, got really touchy in the AGM with the shareholders when he was persistently asked by people, what is that payment Money for? for yeah. Last year it appeared on the balance sheet. This year it's there again and no one can really explain what's, you know, what Corporate advisory for. fees. Yes. Strategic and corporate advisory fees. Also, that's septic bladder. That, is yeah. that, did you come up with that? That's really funny. No, right? that's uh, us blog. We owe a lot of our nice things. <laughs> that's to funny blog. as hell, yeah, man. Yeah. Sorry, man. Septic bladder. I just wanted to give you a shout out for that one. Oh my God! Hey. Oh my god Joel Matthews is in the building Ladies He's and gentlemen just come in from protesting Joel Matthews has just come in from protesting After a long day of protesting And fighting white privilege And privilege He's here oh. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was balls deep In pre-production for this porno <laughs> <laughs> Nice We like your dedication man. We like your dedication Lars. Um so empty, you know, man. God, fuck, fuck it. Let's let's talk about these protests, man. Yeah. I'm fucking. Uh, I just I just came in because I just came out because I wanted to talk about Ozo. Ah, that's the only reason. I came okay, in. we'll give you time. You can talk about Ozo. Just uh, go crazy. No, but let's go. Um, 
Go according to the plan. Sorry, guys. Sorry, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, I want to say Ozil is the best number 10 in the world. Oh, and he has proven it again. Not again. Um, the haters. Uh, what now? <laughs> what <Yeah>. now? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ozil's all right. He'll, he'll, he, he, he probably, I mean, he's not under Herrera. Oh my What <laughs> and, uh, Yeah he, he is not Because he actually Starts for his club <laughs> He's so much better Yeah And his country <laughs> He starts for his club And his country I um, think I think uh, We have to give it To Mesut Ozil I think he's proved The doubt is wrong Yeah not The guy's Cerebral Technical ability Is beyond any of Cerebral I like that word Cerebral Any any football player I think in the Premiership at the moment Not even an Oscar We thought he'd be One of those greats But he know, isn't yeah. But he's not yeah. And uh, Ozil Shout out to him He's been a he's, I've been a hater And I have hated on Ozil But after we were Completely molested By Arsenal At the Emirates uh-huh. You could see the quality of the yeah, his quality and his and quality. He does the simple things well, right? Exactly. A- and and the past that you don't see, he's seeing it as as normal. You know, that's that's what he's there to things do. Things that look effortless, and he looks lazy, but he's not. Yeah. 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 And it's sad to see when you know guys like Smalling were turned into, you know, they look like twelve year olds against against Rizal and that Arsenal side. But you know what? That's in the past. It will never happen again. You think so? You believe so? No, I know so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Okay. So let's talk about these protests. Um, oh, fuck. Where to start? Eh? Is the country burning? <laughs> it's. Uh, is this? I, I know. I read something on my face. Actually, we've said, got the Arab Arab Spring. We've, we've right? got we've got someone on the ground right now in Cape Town. No. Yes, actually protesting right now. Fumisa, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. And you? Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, protester, <laughs> tell us more about that. What's yes, happening? I've just moved away from. I've just moved away from the noise so that I can speak to you properly. Okay. Yes. So okay. right now, um, we are here in Parliament. Um, CPUT and uh, UCT. Yeah. Um, have here in Parliament are waiting for UWC and Phil and Bosch um, yeah. to get here right now. Okay. What's the point of marching to Parliament? What do you guys want to achieve? What's the end game? Especially considering that the minister has uh, proposed or rather announced a six percent cap on any proposed increase of fees. What is the end game? Okay, here? so what we're saying is that we reject the six percent um, cap or the proposal that was was mentioned by uh, Minister Baden Zimande. Yeah. Um, that we, we did not ask for a reduction um, at any point. We didn't say that we were uh, marching. Uh, for a reduction. We're saying that fees must fall, and by that we're saying that we want no fee increment uh, at all. And our ultimate goal, Alex, is that we want uh, free education, free quality education in our lifetime. Yeah. For me, sir, just another question for you is, what do you students have to say to those who are calling you guys lazy hooligans? I mean, that is very ignorant, but what do you students have to say to those people who are saying that, who don't understand your struggle and where you guys are coming from? We're saying that, you know, what we are fighting for is access to education. Mm. We're fighting for access to education and many people are failing to realize that. Yeah. They're prioritizing themselves. And I don't understand their conscience. How is their conscience allowing them to uh, stand back, to stand back um, and not partake in this moment um, uh, that's taking place right now? We're fighting for access to education. Many students get financially excluded, even though they qualify academically. Yeah. You know? I yeah. don't know uh, what uh, person that why would you want students to continue to be uh, financially uh, excluded? Um, and it's, um, we're about to start with our program here in Parliament. 
Thank God. No, that's fine, man. Keep fighting the good fight. Good luck out there. Be safe and uh, yeah, be safe. We're supporting you. Thank you so much for me. So we're supporting you. Wow. Actually, I wow. to ask about the police. I know the Cape Town police have been quite aggressive with the students. No surprise. Yeah, even, even uh, NMMU, uh, mm. there was a girl who was shot. Um, I, th- I think we saw the picture circulating on Twitter this morning with the, the rubber bullets. She was mm. shot like in her thigh. Mm. And I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's real out there, man. I think that silence speaks for everything. Yeah. I think that silence speaks for a greater issue that is that hurts myself and everyone, I think, in this room and a lot of black men and also not a lot of maybe a number of people who aren't people of color but we are tired we are angry and we are completely hurt and by what's going on to young kids to unarmed kids who are out there fighting for equality for freedom and for something that is for the greater good of just not us now but generations to come and when we keep on ignoring their call for equality we are comp- committing, you know, some of the gravest sins, yeah. you know, in our we time. can in yeah. our time. Yeah, true. Kingsley? When I was at Vince this morning and it was really encouraging, I mean, I, I know it's when we talk about it now, it sounds really depressing. Yeah. But it's, it's really encouraging. A lot of the students were, were up late last night. Some were studying, some were still protesting and mm. occupying. <laughs> Wake up, they cleaned, they cleaned the great hall, woke up, they got mops and buckets cleaned up, made sure everything was sharp. Wow. Ate some people brought donated food and water, and the, then start, the revolution must be said. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> the, the they had the Q and A this morning just to get started. Some speakers started marching at one. So as much as the plight, of course, and what pushes people to this point is is is, is depressing. It's and depressing. Sad. Yeah, it's so encouraging seeing people being like organized, you know what, organized, yeah. and know exactly what they want. And you know, and your celebrities and your politicians will come and they'll be like, "No thanks, for sake, yeah. we're doing us." So. Yeah, and I love that about yeah. that. Yeah, Zal, you want to add something? Um, yeah, I, I was I was at the at the protest a, a, a few days ago, yeah. a couple of days ago, and um, from my point of view, the students executed it well, but also. Um, I feel like there is I said it yesterday On a video that Kelman shot There is yeah. this um, New wave of Consciousness That is uh, Permeating the, the psyche of the students And I, f- I think that's dope Because the, Because it feels like um, they, they 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 Are not They're not buying into this Rainbow Nation dream anymore yeah. they've, they've, they've realized gone, that yeah. they are, They've realized that They should actually Take back some of what, what what's owed to them. Take back the agency, and also yeah. I, th- I think they're fighting for. I mean, the, the cause itself is valid, but the way I, I'm just impressed by the way they executed it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, and, and tackling other fronts. I mean, one is the media. I yeah. mean, one of the first people I spoke to this morning comes up to me and like, why are you guys in the media lying about us? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And I just love that kind of yeah. like yeah. upfrontness. You're yeah. lying. Like we are doing the, we're doing A, you're reporting B, you're lying. Over okay, to you. uh, we are joined on the line by Aston from UP Tux. Hello, As- hello, hello. Aston, what's hey, up Aston, man? How are you doing? Good, good. How are you guys? Good man, good. good. Yeah. You don't sound like you're on the streets, man. You, you don't sound like you're on the re- in the revolution. Where are you? Are you feeding the revolution? What is this? I, I, my phone because I knew that you guys were gonna call. So. Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So yeah. tell us what's happening at UP, man. I know it, 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 it's hectic. Like, I think for the first time in like the three years I've been here, it's the first time people have actually stood up, like to say, No, enough is enough. The fees is too high because for side of kids, for kids who stay in the side of region, not in South Africa, yeah, the fees have been from five thousand to twenty thousand. 
And for yeah. Nanza, the scale is risen from 5,000 to 40,000. And then you have to pay your full fees by April 2015, so 80% of that. And that's crazy. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, they're Come now, on. you know, we haven't really paid all of their fees, even, even South Africans as well. It rose from 5,000 to 7.6, and that's a bit crazy, considering groceries and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're just talking to uh, Fumisa in Cape Town now, and I uh, just want to ask you the same thing. as So w- what is the end game of the protests right now, bearing in mind that there's been an announcement by the minister who said we're going to put a cap on increases at 6%, and uh, n- nothing's going to come off that beyond that. And he's saying students must also understand that the, in a negotiation there's compromise, no one gets what they want. What do you yeah. guys as students have to say to that statement from the minister? I mean, the, the program that happened there at 10 in the morning at the student center uh, on main campus in Hatfield, people were saying, no, we want free education, uh, we don't want the price increase, we don't acknowledge the 6% increase by the minister. Uh, it's off. So basically, they just want free education. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Do you think that's sustainable? Do you think that's feasible? Do you think that's possible as a student? I'm not. With the current situation, I don't think it's going to be possible. There's yeah. a lot of ads that need to be put into place. There's a lot of adjustments that need to be put into place. That means that if there's free education, the tax system may have to change, but other people may have to be taxed so that at least government obtains revenue. You know, it's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of red tape. It's a lot of work. Put into place, yeah. I mean, and um, as a student, you know, you yeah. know your background. You know how your family has struggled to get you to where you are right now and all that. What do you yeah. have to say to, to, to certain sections of society who are coming out and saying that these students are just lazy hooligans who've got nothing to do with their time, who don't want the education that is being provided for them? What do you have to say to that statement? I mean, all I have to say about them is that they think about the long term. They yeah. think about where Africa is going, yeah. how the economy is going to look in the next 20 years, because, I mean, not everyone is born rich. Yeah. 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 So when yeah. that person turns diverse, there was like a girl like uh, yesterday, I'm not going to say any names. He said, we asked about the situation, but she's white. We asked about the situation and then like about the whole situation. It's like, well, I don't really care because my parents pay for it. What mm-hmm. exactly? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Privilege, yeah. yeah. That's, that's just crazy. And then like, we asked another girl, another white girl from like Zim. She was like, now nah, this is terrible. Yeah. And she was even at this morning at the protest as well. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Not a lot of white people are showing up and that's really bad. Some of them are buying in red. I don't know if you, you know, I, I'm, I'm completely astounded by the response of students across South Africa. And I want to actually come out and say thank you for what you're doing. You're doing this for us. You're doing this for the larger society as a whole and for people who, who don't have a voice. And I want to say thanks for that. And I want to say, you know, another thing is that keep on doing what you're doing because people are out there, we're supporting you and we want to see this succeed. And regardless of whatever struggles and obstacles may be in your way, you guys are making the world stand up. You're making a lot of people, you know, listen. And finally something, you know, something akin to a, you know, a revolution in our minds and also I guess physically is uh, manifesting throughout the country. So thank you very much for that. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much, Thanks so much, yeah, Aston, for speaking to you. us, man. Uh, keep fighting the good thank fight, you. eh? Thank you very much. Cheers, Aston. Cheers. These kids are changing the Oof. world, guys. Do you, you know, another. I think a big thing, I don't know if you want to go into the whole, you know, white privilege aspect of it, but it makes me sick. I've had to sit and listen to complete vitriol. This dirt, <laughs> and it is, it is, it is beyond bizarre what these, what certain people 
certain demographics in this country have completely skewed this into it's it's white supremacy working. Yeah. And it is everywhere. It is in the media. It's everywhere you look. It's everywhere you touch. You ca- you cannot. You're sitting at work and people are out there abusing and you know all they should just say call people use the k word say people that's what <laughs> you want to say it over with yeah. but what i also love about this is um how how other students uh, uh, use social media to 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 coordinate and and make sure they everybody knew what they had to do yeah. and also <laughs> We've got another. So, sorry to cut you off. Right. We've just got uh, our final man boot on the ground. Gambongeni uh, Makubane from Rhodes University is going to be joining us and telling us how the protest is going there. Bongeni, hello. You're live on CliffCentral.com on the football show. Hi, 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 hi. How's it? Good, good man. How's hey, it going? Bongeni, how are you? Um, it's good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for taking time out of the revolution to speak to us, man. Yeah, look, man, I'm in full swing. I'm, I'm currently on the street right now, so if, if I do cut, um, it's just because it's, there's a lot of people around me and it's, and it's pretty thick. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, tell us what's happening at Rose. Tell us, tell us the mood right now. What's happening on the streets of Grahamstown? Well, um, th- well, today we had about 4,000 people out. It's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, wow. um, I haven't seen that many people come out. About 4,000 people. Um, that would have been all of them students, obviously, and lots yeah. of academics, yeah. support staff, Mayhaw um, staff, so uh, the lower grades, one to five, were out there as well, um, supporting. Um, and there had to be some negotiations with the municipality because there was, you know, short notice of gathering and so on, and there was another march yes. happening uh, by the Taxi Association. Yeah. So Gramstown's basically been abuzz with protests today. <laughs> um, but it's been hectic. A lot of people came out. And this has been a third day of shutdown at Rhodes. So, yeah. um, the first day was on Monday. Um, a cohort of students had, 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 had rallied up some students. And so the university was shut down Monday and Tuesday. And today has been um, something, the, the, the Black Students Movement has Rhodes in connection with the, with the national shutdown connection. Okay. Um, so that's been coordinated nationally. And obviously the, the pictures at Rhodes are pretty much the same pictures you're going to be seeing from UCT and, and everywhere else. Oh, that's, that's wonderful, man. I just want have- a question for you, um, which we've been asking the other people who've come onto the show regarding these protests. And uh, w- w- what's the end game of the protest, bearing in mind that the minister, Minister Zimbabwe, came out yesterday and said, listen, we're going to put a 6% cap on any proposed increases in, in fees and all that. And, I mean, what is the end game of the protest in light of that announcement made by the minister yesterday? See, well, there's a lot of uh, very disgruntled uh, particularly in response to that 6% cap. Yeah. Um, and again, to the, the issue is about the funding of higher education. Yeah. But this issue is made worse, Kumbula, um, by, by, by the, 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 the current the conversation that's being had yeah. within the sector throughout the year. Yeah. So already there have been big conversations being had from February, March, Road Must Fall, Black Student Movement at Road, yeah. Open Stellenbosch, Transform Grits, um, so all of those conversations are happening in higher education yeah. about how institutions are responding to the to, to 2015, right? Yeah. And that preparedness, that preparedness isn't just ideological. It manifests itself in how universities have decided to do their budgetary processes yeah. and how we think about money and so on. And so, yes, the issue in the first instance is very much a local issue about how different institutions have their payment plans and so on. But the other half is about the funding of the sector. And okay. I think fundamentally what we're going to be seeing is that a lot of big rejection of that 6% issue 
because okay. of the impatience of students and youth, which they're supposed to be. We're supposed yeah. to be impatient. That's yeah. how this works. Yeah. Um, because it's been impatient for a very long time. Yeah. Youth are impatient. People who are meant to be fixing things, who are meant to be thinking about strategy, who are meant to be thinking about what it's going to be like in 10 years, should be telling us what they were saying 10 years ago yeah. when they were doing their projections. Yeah. You know? um, and, 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 and this is a tough conversation, but it needs to be had now. Yeah. So can I just ask, this is Kingsley, sorry. Um, I just want to ask about the police, uh, sort of the police response. We saw, we just saw on Twitter images of people being shot at with, with, with rubber bullets and some injuries to students. Is that, what's the relationship now between the protesting students and the police? You have no idea. Like, <laughs> I've, I've not, I've been absolutely flabbergasted. I took a happy policeman, right? Um, I mean, I'm a, I've been a student at Rhodes. I did my undergrad and my first graduate here. I've been mm. working here for two, three years. And I've been, I, I, I marvel at the deputy vice chancellor and the vice chancellor having to beg police to leave the campus. What? Right? That should what? never happen. Why are police being asked to leave? Do you ever have a policeman come to your house and just refuse me? You know, it's like <laughs> that police should be called to intervene like, yeah. and not just be there with guns. Like, yeah. This morning, um, myself and, and, and another professor and a bunch of students had to ask one, one of the policemen who was in private clothes, but his gun is out and two cartridges are like right there on his belt. And, we're like, um, and he's walking around with a camera and obviously he taps the shoulder of a student and he's like, move, I'd like to take a photo. And the student takes, takes a look at the, at the gun and kind of freaks out. Yeah. Um, and when he's asked to identify himself, he says he's a policeman. And so there's a very, very clear, blatant almost, um, just disregard for what should be protective etiquette. Yeah. Like, what is, what is, we need to know what the science is. And again, we're seeing this throughout the camp. I mean, police were sitting off with uh, sun grenades yesterday. What the um, hell? Is and this? what you're seeing, what you're seeing, what you're seeing on YouTube, on and Twitter, um, happening in the different campuses, is the same thing that's happening here. Yeah. Um, and luckily, we haven't had very serious incidents. But I think there needs to be a serious conversation about trigger happy policemen um, and, and what protocols are in place to ensure that you don't see this blatant disrespect yeah. of civil society and, 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 and civilians being able to do what they're, what they're allowed to do, which is to gather and freely and fairly, you know. Yeah, yo, Bongeni. Oh, that's heartbreaking, Bongeni. It's heartbreaking, and you've, you, you've been very enlightening, and thank you so much for coming onto the show and giving us a feel of what's going on around the country, and especially at Rhodes. I mean, we know it's a remote campus. It's very tough to get, you know, people there and stuff like that. So thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> Keep up the good fight, fight man. Yeah. Keep the revolution yeah, thank going. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're in the middle of nowhere, but trust me, we're part of the national country. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. All right, Bongeni. Thank you so much. Thanks very much. Charles. Thank Cheers. you. We're just going to go for a quick ad break. We'll be right back. Our clients are the lifeblood of our business, and keeping their data safe is critical. I'm worried that client data in the wrong hands could cost us. With MTN Business Cloud powered by Microsoft Technology, your data is secured in world-class data centers based in South Africa. It's always available, backed up, and complies with South African laws, ensuring that you and your clients are always protected. With a footprint covering 23 countries, isn't it time you found out about the cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new world of business. And we're back. Oh, Yo, that was the mood has just gone somewhere in the studio. I got chills down my spine, dude. It's it's wild. I mean, man. we were we're the alumni of the of Rhodes University, yeah. and I can't just imagine the pain these students must be going through. Yeah. On top of everything that you have to deal with, now you have to deal with trigger happy policemen who couldn't be bothered. 
And my biggest Other biggest wor- I mean we are talking about this earlier About you know the privilege, privilege yeah. Someone put uh, Was on Twitter And he, he said something Which really resonated Which was When you are accustomed to privilege Equality feels like oppression Oh yeah That's wow. fire <laughs> That's fire <laughs> Yeah boss it's, it, That is That That's is fire. the epitome Of what is happening Across the country right now Yeah You have one half of South Africa Which is v- Not even one half A 10% yeah, of South ten, Africans yeah, yeah, a, ten. <laughs> a tenth of them Who are living in Complete you know Privilege and Are so detached From everyday life And everyday What the people That come and clean Their toilets Wash their underwear Go yeah. through And what they're trying to do To get their children To higher education yeah. That they refuse They willingly refuse To accept that The country Is at a precipice That you know, they are, it is about to turn to something that should have been done a long time ago, and they refuse to acknowledge the hate, the the pain that a lot of young people of color and a lot of families have been going through and are currently going through. Okay, um, I just I, I like that you touched on privilege right now, and uh, I remember yesterday there was a um, a tweet going around on Twitter, and people were talking about some white students in Rondebosch at the police station who had formed a circle around mm. black students, mm. and I think. We were talking about this yesterday as well with Gurag Jesus. So we were talking about how you've got the two faces of white privilege that we saw yesterday. Yeah. So on the one side, you've got, you know, black lives don't matter. So you need white people to to protect to black, protect to protect black black people. lives. Yeah. And the fact that they're not touched by police speaks to a greater privilege. Yeah. Problem. <laughs> exactly. So it <laughs> it speaks to white privilege. But at the same time, they are aware of it. Mm. So they say, no, the cops won't judge us because we're white. So let's form a circle around yeah. these black kids. And it's, it's a mind fuck. <laughs> I don't know what you, I mean, Kingsley, uh, how, how, I mean, what do you, you guys? <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about white privilege on the show for since the first time. Like we've been saying this. Like we've been saying. So, um, I think this is, like people are actually only starting to get aware. I don't know what happened. Like ever since like social media and cell phones, people are actually only starting to realize yeah. things that we've been talking about. Like even in, for example, in the states, yeah, um, people have been talking about pol- police brutality, brutality and whatnot. Yeah. Now that people can actually film this and say, "Here, look, um, this is what's happening," people are like, "Oh yeah, th- we, we this is actually happening under our noses." But with the white privilege issue. It's kind of like um, with male privilege as well. Yeah. Like as a male, sometimes I have to check myself as yeah. well. Yeah, and be true. like, oh, that, that kind of might be sexist. Like yeah. something that I said before that. But I think white privilege is so blinding. <laughs> so blinding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I love that you brought up gender. That's something that really came out strongly in, yeah. the, in the Vitz movement. About yeah. them really emphasizing. That you know, lesbian, gay, transgender, and, and female people are yeah. leading a part of the leaders yeah. of the movement. Yeah, which speaks to itself that you know, we, this is a, a revolution of epic proportions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I found that really cool. Where, where previously you have a female stand up and she's trying to address people, and some of yeah. the audience members be like, "Oh, we don't listen to women. You yeah, can't tell I us know, what to I do." I know this. And yeah. people are like, you know, fuck that. So I, I, I'm <laughs> particularly excited about the the vids. Yeah. And I'm not saying the other campuses aren't doing it, but their commitment to ensure that no, they're not forgetting these other I'm loving what these the other struggles are as they doing, push yeah. for the it's incredible work. Okay, just one more thing on privilege, then we can move on. Um class privilege. So I mean, you know, I went to Rhodes and all that stuff as, as yeah. you did there, unfortunately. Um <laughs> <laughs> you and because we used to play road soccer and used to play with universities from the former Transkai, like Walter Sisuli University, all the Unitra, all those places, right? 
And for me, this this struggle has been bubbling under for a very long time because oh, yeah. I remember, I remember like 2005, we'd go there and you'd have certain students not allowed to play against Rhodes, against us, because those guys couldn't pay fees to get into res. Oh, so to hmm. be able to play on this in the Sasu games, you need like a student card, you need X, Y, Z. And, you know, not that it essentially compromised their quality as players, but because Rhodes was shit anyway. But <laughs> it, it's, it's like an impediment to your learning process in, in university. So my question is, has this fees must fall issue become important simply because it's now in the sphere of traditionally white universities as opposed to having been in the black universities for a long time. Mm, I mean, yeah. you've had students from Fort Hare, Walter Sisulu, those kind of places fighting against this for years. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been like in the, in, well, I don't know if it's in the papers, but it's, it's been a conversation for years in those kind of institutions. And is it, a, is it only a big deal now because it's, it's affecting the roads and the, the UCTs and, and all that kind of stuff? Um, okay, I'll go first. Yeah. yeah, I'll say it's not only, it's not a big deal because of the situation that's happening now with the bigger universities. Yeah, it, the only thing is it's it's like uh, for example, if let's say you're a celebrity, right, and yeah. I'm just a regular person, something happens because that's what really is the <laughs> something, <laughs> something that something that happens to me will be reported differently. Yeah, that, because the light spotlight is on you. So uh-huh. with the bigger universities, they just have. Um, more access and more attention on them, yeah. but it's still as relevant as it was to the, let's say, the smaller university, the yeah. the, the, the black, quote unquote, black yeah. university. Yeah. But I I feel like because it'll have a knock on effect. Um, now now that it's happening here, it's going to happen at the smaller universities. But unfortunately, there is that hierarchy. Yeah. But um, I think it's going to be relevant throughout. Okay, mm-hmm. fair. The emoji. Look, I th- it, it speaks to class, class, race, and, you know, privilege are, you know, are, th- are things that are interse- inter- intersection. Yeah. And, like, you can't remove one from the other. I think yeah. you look at class itself, you, uh, guys from, uh, you know, Fort Hare, mm-hmm. who have been struggling, as you were saying, for years. And mm-hmm. it's, and I, I genuinely believe that because now it comes to universities such as VIT, such as, as, uh, as Rhodes, such as UCT, you know, such as UP, where there are a lot of white students, where they are now inconvenienced, as as, some, as people say. <laughs> yeah. You know, sorry, you can't get to a parking bay. We're trying to, you know, you know, get change start a revolution here. My bad. Uh, started in my parking spot. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean, and you have to look at it and think to yourself that you know it's because it just speaks to whole as, as the privilege itself. Because you know when you know white students, I guess, are affected and they go on Twitter and. Facebook and whatnot, you know, News 24 is, is readily available there. <laughs> Very quick. The comments are just, you know, on the Facebook. comments are there on Facebook. And then, but then when it's at, uh, Fort Hare, it's like, you know what? Those, those students are always doing this. You know, yeah. those guys yeah. are always doing this around this time of year. Yeah. They're always complaining. And we, we don't see them as their, as a legitimate protest, essentially. And we'll think, you know what? It's going to die down in about a week. But now we say, no, it is going to be everywhere unless there's a fundamental change. And we should just get away from this class and racial, you know, exclu- um, exclusion okay. of uh, previous disadvantaged people. I mean, I love that you brought up class because I mean, I was chatting to Greg, my co-host, on the show the other day, and we were yeah. trying to look at who are who are the leaders of the movement, yeah. especially mm. Advits and at UCT, and a yeah. lot of these guys went to pretty good schools. Yeah. Mm. And and that for me raised another class question of what are we seeing as leadership and who is leading this and this is no knock to the movement please yeah, don't no, take yeah, it yeah, yeah. it's just it's just further interrogating what class is yeah, and, and yeah. who leads the quote unquote revolution yeah but Jean, you look but, like you want to jump in there. but with class it's yeah. also like um, let's let's look at 
people who get elected to be president for a country, for example, yeah. Yeah. it's usually someone from a certain family uh, or someone that's at a certain level. And with um, also, I, I, I went to this feminist talk a couple of months ago. Rufus? <laughs> Rufus? No, no, no. And the coconut? An- Not Rufus. Oh, that was brilliant. Uh, but, 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 the, but, but the gist of this talk basically was um, there's this new wave of feminism as well But a lot of the feminists That are pushing this movement Also come from really privileged backgrounds mm-hmm. But they but they speak up for uh, A lot of previously disadvantaged Or still disadvantaged people But I feel like that shouldn't be a knock On on these people that are in but they, I think they just have the tools If you have the attention Why yeah, not exactly. use it? Right? Yeah. To, to be at the forefront of this movement But yeah. if there is someone who's charismatic Or whatnot And doesn't have the, the similar background I think they'll, they'll get a shot yeah. But these guys just have the tools and the axes And it's easier for them to, to be at the forefront Okay um, Fair I hear you yeah. I think that th- those are very valid points Now I just want to raise one more thing On okay. this um, uh, fees must fall thing. Yesterday we had uh, AKA. Yes, come on. <laughs> AKA oh. came out. And, Why are we uh, giving this attention? I mean, oh, we, well, yeah. firstly, no, we're, we're kind of team AKA yeah, here. Team AKA, we're team, team AKA here. So, uh, yeah, careful. Careful, <laughs> Kingsley. I, I think Theo's with me. Why are we giving this attention? Yeah, look, fair enough. I think we, we can. So, let's do it for like a minute. Okay, let, me, let me ask a question. <laughs> I just want to ask a question. So, he comes out and he does his Twitter rant yeah. initially, and uh, apparently Simpio Diana pulls him to the side and calls him and tells him, "Don't do this thing and go and protest with the kids." Mm-hmm. Um, we saw. Well, okay, what was the rant about? It was like uh, my personal life. You were shredding my personal life. Now you want a voice and you want me to come through and speak out against something. I've been talking about this for months. No one listened, but you guys were more interested in shredding my personal yeah. life. Fair. Um, funny how he made it about him, which is fine, but because you know we're team AK. Now, and then as well, Musi Maimani tried to go to UCT and he got booed by students and all that stuff. So what I want to ask is, is there a duty or an obligation or, or on celebrities, on public figures to, to speak out against a perceived injustice, an injustice, whether perceived or real? Is, is there a duty on them to speak? I mean, AKA is not common or black thought or, yeah. or those conscious rappers. Yeah. I mean, so, so for him to, for people to castigate him for just speaking like AKA is one thing, mm. but does he owe a duty to us as a public figure to go out there and do the right thing? Um, I think it's really unfair to to impose that on public figures because uh, let's say I'm a rapper, dude. All, all I all I d- did to get into that position to to get the spotlight was Rap. learn how to rhyme, rhyme model with bottle. <laughs> <laughs> And now you now you expect me ha- to have a nuanced take yeah. on on something that's really complex. I think it's very unfair. Yeah. But also, on the other hand, they have got all this attention on them, and they are actually really influential. Yeah. Maybe if they have a handle or someone that that briefs them, don't yeah. tweet, yeah. <laughs> or they read about it yes, first. Yes, yeah. that briefs them on the topic, um, so they can at least have uh, a. a a more insightful take on something because yeah. all this guy did was he's a rapper, man. Rappers say dumb shit. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that is brilliant. <laughs> you yeah, put it the nail on the head. I know you can't really say much yeah. after that. Yeah. I a think it, it actually speaks also shit. to football because we saw football with the immigrants with immigration crisis, which is still going on going in Europe, on, yeah. and they came out. And Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Arsenal. you know, All Arsenal. There are so many clubs came out in support of, you know, uh, immigra- uh, immigrants and uh, refugees who are, you know, fleeing to Europe. 
Mm-hmm. And in just the same light as we hold clubs accountable mm. for their actions in the societies that they interact with. Yeah. We also need to make sure that these so-called celebrities or people of influence, I, I don't even know influence is the right word, yeah. but they need to understand that they have an impact and they you know impact lives in a, in a different way. Yeah. And they need to know that what they do and what they say will always have an impact on their listeners and the wider general public yeah. more so than someone who is a young, you know, student who has no a young nobody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, actually, do you mind if I just give you an update from parliament? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, out yeah, of parliament. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so the medium term budget speed was supposed to be announced today. Um, and, and the EFF is pushing for it to be postponed And they're saying Finance Minister Nene must come back with proposal Regarding fees must fall Oh wow yeah. So they're trying yeah. to push it to be postponed EFF have since been kicked out of parliament For refusing to let the, the finance oh, minister wow. continue So for me what this just brings to me Is that UCT I think have a great opportunity To put pressure at parliament Yeah Because it's playing true. out now Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, we did speak to for me saying she was outside yeah. Parliament. Yeah. So I think that's really great. Not, and I don't mean to say that the medium-term budget is going to fix the fees situation <laughs> <laughs> at all. Yeah. But point is, this is a financial situation. Let's be honest, man. This is about money, and and it will go through Parliament. And at some point, those that is the decision. It's about money. That has yeah. to it's figure about this money. thing it's out. It's about yeah. money. Yeah. And the yeah. Habibs of the world, unfortunately, they can't they can't fix this in the long Jeez. term. Yeah, but that's, al- that's also what someone else was saying. Is yeah. is the students' anger directed at the wrong people? Because I mean, people no, are calling their really. vice chancellors sellouts and all that. Is is this is the anger directed at the wrong people? I don't think so. I think you have to. The movement starts off small. It's yep. like any movement. Yeah. It starts yeah. off where you're 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 based, localized. local. Yeah. So you start off at your university. It gets bigger. It goes to your I guess your suburb or whatever it is. Yeah. Then it goes <laughs> to your. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I'm trying to think like about the, you know the circle <laughs> of you know what you do. And then, and then you get bigger and bigger. And, well, now it's going to reach parliament. It's reached parliament, yeah. and this is it. So it started off small, yeah. and they are now going to parliament, and now parliament and the you know the nation is going to listen and listen to the, hopefully all these students that are protesting. No, you're right. Yeah. It's tactical, man. And no, you, when you put the VCs in a corner, they have no choice. They, have they no also choice. turn the world the is looking with Blade and so on, and they now look and say, "Guy, what? What do you want? What us do you do? want us to do?" Yeah. Was, and, then stuck now, here. and Blade at some point ideally has to turn around and look behind him and be like, yeah. "This thing's not working out. It's tactical. And it moves upwards just like that." All right, no fair. You guys have like raised so many important points. It's, awesome. it's amazing. Is this the football show or like this is the football the show. thinking man's show? What is this? <laughs> no one has said five. Okay, okay, sorry. Sorry, the moment I said five mixtape. Yeah. Alright, so uh fuck, let's move to what we know. Let's go to the laundromats. <laughs> let's talk about stuff that we like. Um uh, Lamar Odom has gone home. We actually didn't speak about it last week. I mean he's he's yeah. oh deed. How do you spend eighty five thousand dollars or how much was it? Seventy five thousand dollars in a brothel yeah. over three days. I mean what the f- I mean, who are you fucking? Like, who are you putting your penis inside? People are inside? sick in this world I sometimes. mean, he, he has the money. He yeah. can afford to do it. Yeah. But anyway, apparently he's gone home now. He was smiling during the weekend and he's yeah. gone to Los Angeles oh, now. After That's spending $75,000 on hookers yeah. and cocaine, I would be smiling as well. <laughs> You'd be, you'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but what I found problematic about Twitter as well was yeah. the, the conversation around how this whole thing, it became about the Kardashians, but not about... Someone who's got a, a problem, problem with substance yeah. abuse. Yeah, I mean, he is a guy who, like, easily, if he had gone on, like an NBA Hall of Famer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people start talking about, oh, no, this is what happens when the Kardashians get to you. Has Twitter 
dumbed us down like that so bad that we don't have we don't have minds of our own to actually think, step back and say, oh. Fuck this guy's fucked up <laughs> he's, he's Nah I don't think Twitter's dumbed us down Like dumb people Have been there before yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So All they just have now Is Wi-Fi And, <laughs> and the smartphone <laughs> And basically These dumb people Are the yeah. ones Who probably get the most Attention Retweets Yeah Yeah and I mean It's it's filled with Complete trash That you know Tries to you know, It doesn't help His cause It's just about Getting fame And about spreading Their word And getting more money Endorsements And all that crap So It's it's a vicious circle Okay uh, Another one In the laundromat Jibril Sise We forgot to speak About it again Last week Jibril Sise Last week Sent uh, Matthew Valbuena Some blackmail Mail <laughs> and uh, of Matthew Valbuena's sex tape What? Uh, and basically said I think he demanded some money from him yeah. And sent a sex Just tape of bizarre. Matthew Valbuena to him Saying if you don't give me money I'm gonna you know Hold on And, like he, Gibril, Gibril Cisse. Yeah. and he got arrested last week yeah. At times that, that, that And he got arrested Clearly he so should, They should probably sell some of his ripped jeans or something Yeah he's, <laughs> he's got a clothing line Mr. Lenoir Monsieur Len- Lenoir or something And like this week he has just announced his retirement <laughs> Sure. Wow. So I get the, the, sex like the jib. Is it like early thirties? He's thirty-four. He's he's, he's, he's overcome. Eh? He's had two huge leg, leg, leg breaks <laughs> yeah. on both on his left leg and his right leg, yeah. wow. and, and he's it, come back from. And it. also his style of play, man. He, re- he relied on quick, his pace. It's a sad day. Sad day. It's a sad day for world football and Congolese fashion. Is it? No, it's sad. How did it come to this, dude? Sex tapes and blackmail to make money? It's a great day for and Congolese the fashion. The last thing. The last thing. Um, fuck. Did you guys see that video of, was it Argentinian second division football? Was it Peruvian or the, the, the stretcher, the medics who came? Yeah, oh, Greek. It was a Greek. Greek, Greek oh, my God. Yeah. What happened? The guy gets injured. <laughs> yeah. They come stumbling onto the field. <laughs> they fall on the guy. They try to put him on the stretcher. They fall again. They fall again. They drop him. <laughs> they try and go out and then they tumble on him. Like, wh- where did they get those medics I from think, a bar? Oh, those, those guys were high on something. I don't know what Greek. Oh, man. Yeah, that Peruvian cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, this has been the football show on a Wednesday. Remember, be kind to strippers. What else do you say? All Can I have one last word? All boobs matter and may the swag be with you. Yeah, that's Someone just sent me something quite, uh, quite, Quite telling, I think, to end off the show. And it says, The custodians of history shiver, afraid that the past is catching up too fast with the present. Mm. Jesu, Jesu, Jesu. Now that's fire. That's fire. Oof. Good luck to the students out there. Mm-hmm. Keep fighting the good fight. Fees must fall. Good luck Fees to the will students. fall. Fees will fall. Fees must fall. Everything must fall. MIP must fall. Everything. It's been the football show, and we are. Thank you. Cheers. This is Cliff Central. Cliff Central.